It's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. My title this morning is This Hope We Carry. And I I hope to inspire you, I hope to comfort you, I hope to bless you. And wherever you are today, not just in the sense of being at home, but wherever you are, wherever you are placed, wherever your mind is, wherever your heart is, wherever your attitude is, I pray that God will do something special for you in the short time that we have today. And and the passage that I want to address you with is taken from the book of Hebrews in the New Testament. And this is very much a foundational uh, scripture. This is about us being become mature, about people who stop having milk and get onto the meat, people who are becoming mature in him. And God has many ways of bringing us into maturity. And I want to read from Hebrews 6 this morning, started to read at verse 13. And I I don't know if you've got your Bible or whether your app's open. And it says at the top of mine here, there's a title. It says, God's promises bring hope. And I, I want to repeat that right now. God's promises to you in your life, in your home, sat on your sofa today. God's promises bring hope. This whole passage is about those who have received the promises of God through faith, And endurance. Through faith and endurance. That just about sums up this whole whole idea of his promises bringing hope to us. And so I read from Hebrews 6, verse 13, where it says these words. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Let me remind you, for those of you who may be new amongst us or have forgotten or don't even know this stuff, we take it for granted that everybody knows everything, but there's this guy called Abraham, and God said, you are a father of many nations. He said this to him when he didn't have one child. Now, put yourself in that situation. You're being told that you're the father or the mother of many nations, and you don't even have a child. They are childless. And so it says, for example, there was God's promise to Abraham, this childless man. Since there was no greater to swear by, listen to these words. Since there was no greater to swear by, God took an oath in his own name, saying this, I will certainly bless you. And I will multiply your descendants beyond number. I I reckon Abraham was getting a little bit excited at this point. Then it says in verse 15, Then Abraham waited patiently, and he received what God had promised. Verse 16, Now when people take an oath, they take on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question of that oath being binding, God also bound himself with an oath so that those who receive the promise, all of us, 
so that those who received the promise, your promise, my promise, for those who received the promise could perfectly, be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is strong. This hope is trustworthy. An anchor for our very souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Now, as we reflect on that today and as we take that in, I'm sure that there are some of you out there right now that feel encouraged by the Word of God and others of you, maybe many of you who feel may be discouraged, may be frustrated with what the Word of God says. Your questions may be more like this. Did you forget about me, God? Did you change your mind about my promises, God? Did you favor someone else? And God, I, I believe you're good. My heart says you're good. But if you are so good, why is my life feel so bad at this time? Let me address this in the short time that I have today by saying the issue is this. I believe it is the gap between the promise and its fulfillment. Between the promise and its fulfillment. It's what we call hope. It's the hope bit in there. And in that gap, honestly, I don't always feel as blessed as the Word of God tells me. I am. And I think fundamentally at the start of this series, I just want us to understand what this hope that we carry looks like. You see, I go back to verse 15 in the passage that we read and it says these words, Abraham waited patiently and patiently and patiently. And, and sometimes we just read a verse and, and skip over what's in the gap between the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. He waited patiently and he received what God promised. It's a sweet verse. It is a sweet verse. But sometimes I think, was it really as simple as that? What happened in Abraham's home over the 20 odd years, 25, 30 years that they waited for this child to come along. I can imagine Sarah, his wife would have been saying, come on Abraham, get yourself together mate. We're getting older and older and this child ain't coming. Put it in your own situation, your own scenario. Many of you feel that the promise that you've had isn't coming to fulfillment. And so you believe the promise, but you struggle today with the doubts of saying, God, will this ever happen for me? I wonder what hope looked like for Sarah and for Abraham. I'm not convinced that it was all neatly wrapped up in a little promise box that they took one day and said, 
the child's on the way. I'm not sure it was as simple as that. I reckon there was tension in the house as time went on. I reckon that very often doubt would have crept in to their lives. Despair even. And let me say, and you may say, whoa, let me say even there may have been divorce on the table. Can you imagine after 10 years of trying for this child and the child still hasn't arrived? You know, often we think that people in the Word of God had this special aura around them or or this special gift from God. They were men and women, boys and girls like you and me. 25 years wait. The reality is this hope that we carry sometimes appears hopeless. When you prayed for that hundredth time and it still feels like God has his ear defenders on. You know what I'm saying? When you you have spoken to God so many times and reminded him of his promises. God, you say your promises are yes and amen. We know the truth of God's word and we say it over and over again and we say, God, why isn't this happening for me? You know, in our despair sometimes, in our hopeless despair, in our hope that seems so hopeless and appears hopeless, sometimes we even say, God, don't you care anymore? Sometimes we get to those depths. I'm reminded of the scripture in Proverbs 13, verse 12, where it says these words, hope deferred, hope put off, hope on the pause button, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Wow, strong words. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. I don't know about you today out there, wherever you are, I don't know really what's going on inside your life right now. And sometimes there are things that are going on in the depths of our soul that we don't even share. Things that are happening. Things that you never believed would happen to you. Scenarios that you never would believe would come upon your life. I want to tell you I've been there. Understanding this hope deferred over many years of being a Jesus follower. There have been times where I felt, God, this is so deferred. Will this ever happen? And my hope begins to fade into hopelessness. You know, there are appropriate times to share about pain. And maybe for me, this is not the day. But I want to say to you that are going through stuff, that have this pain, that are believing God and there's this hope, but it seems like the hope is faded. It seems like it's deferred hope and your heart is sick today. I'm I'm going to tell you something. I empathize with your pain. I understand that this pain is very real to you today. But I have something else to say. The thing that I want, really I was going to say that for you to take home with you, you're already home. But the thing I want you to take on board today as you sit on your armchair, on your couch, as you lie on the floor in your pyjamas, the thing that I want to say to you is this. Hope Deferred is not hope denied. Hear the word of the Lord today. 
Let me say it again. You didn't get it the first time. Hope deferred is not hope denied because God never lied. You know, in deferred hope, when we're in that situation... And I recognize that not everyone will be in that situation today. And forgive me, but I address those that are. That in deferred hope, I believe we can do one of either two things. In that situation, we can either go deeper into Jesus or we can go deeper into despair. You see, our passage this morning says... This hope we carry is an anchor for our soul. And I, I, I look at this anchor and, and I began to picture and visualize this anchor. This anchor actually attaches us to God. It has this job of, of attaching us to God in our depths of despair, in our storm moments, in our storm seasons, as we hold on to hope. It is an anchor for our soul. And then I think God reminded me of this. The fact is, we can't go any lower than the anchor has already gone. Jesus has been there. And then, of course, it goes on to say it leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. What does that mean? I believe this, that in our depths of despair, in our hopelessness, in this hope that we carry, but in our seemingly hopelessness, it means this inner sanctuary, it just means we go deeper into Jesus. We experience his presence at a deeper level. This hope that we carry doesn't die because our best friend died young. The hope doesn't die because of that and we don't get it and we don't understand it and we question God and we say, God, where was the hope in it, Lord? He, he, he went, he died, she died. God, what, what is that about? Hope doesn't die because they died. And we don't understand. But this is what we do. We grieve in hope. We grieve in hope. This hope that we carry doesn't dissipate because our child got sick. It isn't removed because our child became ill and we spent hours and hours on our knees praying for them to be delivered. We, we cried, we shouted, we, we said, God, where are you? I want to tell you our hope doesn't dissipate because of this. My prayer is, God, let our doubts take us deeper. This hope that we carry doesn't derail because bad stuff happens. And we all know that bad stuff happens. Like some of you today who sit in your living room 
at the door of divorce. Bad stuff happens. Our hope needn't derail because of the reality of our pain today. You see, this hope that we carry isn't about having all the answers. Come on. This hope we carry isn't about having all the answers. This hope is about still having a future despite not having all the answers. I want to declare to you before I pray, if it's God's promise, I said if it's God's promise, it will surely be delivered. You may be in a place where you feel a bit hopeless right now. And I want to remind you of what I said. Deferred hope is not denied hope. And I love Hebrews 6.19 where I looked up the word of what hope means in this scenario, in this context. And it means this, this confident assurance. This confident assurance that Jesus is who he is. That he swore by his own name so that he would never change his mind. The day that Isaac was born to Abraham and Sarah was the promise fulfilled. And it took a long time and it was deferred and there was a lot of pain in the middle. But it happened. And I want to say God will not let us down on his promises. It may be deferred but it's not denied because God doesn't lie. And on that note, we come back next week and there's some other things that I want to share with you that I feel God's shown me as I've read some of these scriptures. But for now, would you just bow maybe even in your own living room where you are. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, we are in awe of your presence. God, we don't understand your ways because truly your ways are higher than ours. But Lord, we hold on to hope today. We love the fact that your word says it is an anchor for our soul. Thank you, God, that even in deferred hope, Lord, we are holding on to the anchor. That it is the attachment to God that takes us through the storm. And I pray that our hope will be renewed as we pray today. We'll understand, God, that your promises are yes and amen, that you will fulfill what you have said. Help us in the middle bit, God. When you give us a promise and we're waiting for the fulfillment and the middle bit is hope, let us hold on to hope. Thank you that your promises bring hope. And as we are just in prayer right now and you are where you are. You may be new online to us as a church. Or maybe you've been coming for a long time and you don't have this hope. You don't have this hope that is found only in the person because we know that hope is found in the person of Jesus. He is hope. He is hope personified. 
This hope that we find in him is steadfast and certain. And I believe that there are many of you, young, maybe older, maybe you say, I don't know God, and you want this hope. You want this hope in Jesus. You want this everlasting hope in him that can bring salvation to your life, that can bring healing to your life, that can bring deliverance from your situation in your life. If you want this hope, I'm going to pray a prayer. We're all going to pray it. And I want you to repeat after me. It's a very simple prayer. And this may be the first time that you've ever prayed this prayer. Let's pray it together when we say, Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. Thank you for forgiving me. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm yours now. And I'm free now. Amen. We really hope you got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love you to join us for one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information about our great Elevate Kids and Elevate Youth environments, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me, and also download our Elevate Church AU app.